Well, what a great pleasure it is to welcome back to What's Next, Ditlof Marais, who is the uh, Vumatel CEO. And you may remember we chatted to Ditlof a few months back, uh, talking to us about strategy and where Vumatel is going and what Vuma is planning to do and what they've busy been focusing on. So it's great to see you again, Ditlof. Firstly, how have you been? Uh, I see you're, you're in Cape Town. I know you're caught up with all the flight delays and everything, but uh, how have you been? No, fantastic, Aki. I- I think uh, busy, like I think everybody. I think this year kicked off at a at a tremendous speed. So so really busy, but I think good. You know, I think I think I, I see the momentum. I I really think the economy is coming coming up again. You know, so 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 honestly, from a business point of view, personal point of view, fantastic. Super excited about about the future. You know, I, I think we're doing yeah. big things, and I think South Africa is doing big things. If you look at the spectrum and all the things happening. No, look, it's very, very exciting times. And I mean, uh, you know, I just glanced back just a few years ago how excited I was when I saw those, you know, the pink labeling on the side of the road where Vuma was laying fiber and people were really excited. And, you know, you seem to have covered a large, large area. I think most of the uh, uh, big city areas and the metros are really covered by Vuma. Last time we we spoke, you had a very ambitious plan of, uh, you know, focusing and covering and rolling out more fiber in in, in the different networks. So where are you with rolling fiber in the future? Because you have covered uh, lots and lots of areas. I don't know, how many kilometers has Vuma covered already? Well, we're over 30,000 kilometers, but but I think think we're nearly covering, we're close to 1.5 million homes. So if you think about it, 1.5 million homes covered, you know, and and I think it's not going to stop there. Okay, I think think we're going to even push into the Two million type of uh, homes that we can that we can cover, but but the makeup and obviously the, the, the demographics changed a little bit. You know, where we where we where we covered, you know, mostly the the the, the, the high LSM, you know, the Parkhursts, the the this big big metros. I think what what we're seeing is we're going a little bit into the more underserved areas. You know, and I think I think that's where the the big things are happening, and I, I think that's what's exciting. So well, that's what's so exciting, and what excites me is we're touching now the underserved areas where I think connectivity is absolutely crucial. You know, if you if you talk digital divide, you think of digital divide. This is where you actually hit the hit the barrier, and this is where you obviously cross cross into those areas where we can actually just bring the more informal economies back into into basically. A competitive landscape, and and I think that's that's the big thing. So so yes, we're on one point five million homes at this point, you know, pushing to get to to two million homes. But but I think amazing is is we're building fifty thousand homes a month now, you know. So we scaled in such a way that it's absolutely phenomenal, you know. So so we 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 are we effectively building fifty thousand homes a month now that we that we delivering. That's it's absolutely fantastic to hear, Dietloff. And, you know, it's incredible when, you know, over the last two years, I've hosted numerous, um, you know, online discussions with various people. And it's incredible when you look at how our lives have been displaced, right? Working remotely, doing your school remotely, varsity remotely. You know, the, the number one challenge for, uh, you know, for young people uh, and, and the learners in particular 
has been the cost of the, of data, you know, and, um, you know, unfortunately, not all areas are covered by fiber. So this is music to my ears that you're going to be touching on those underserved areas. And it's, it's just such a massive market. And it's such a, a game changer, not only to people's lives that are going to be using fiber, but just a, it's just going to add this economic impetus. So really, really exciting. Well, what's been the key to continue hitting the fiber rollout targets and really making sure that more homes are covered, Dietloff? Yeah, I think it's always lucky. Like, like I said the previous time, you know, it's, it's we're lucky in a way that we've got access to capital. I, I think it starts with access to capital, you know, and that's that's the first thing. That that enables us to actually do these things, you know. And, and honestly, we, we're lucky in a way because we've got very strong shareholders behind us, you know. So we've got people that actually believe in the cause, believe in what we do, but they also got the financial uh, uh, structures behind them to actually make us achieve what we want, you know. So, so I really think if you, if you look at it, I mean, you look at penetration. I mean, let's say there's 16.8 million homes in South Africa. There's about 3.5, 3.6 million homes covered at this point. So we're sitting on a on a 20% penetration rate, and and I think that's the, that for me that's the positive. You know, I, I I used to work in emerging markets and developing markets. And I think that excites me because we've, we've got we've got this 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 runway of 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 unpenetrated homes that we can actually uh, get to, and and I think that's the key thing. And and we have to get solutions, technology solutions that's cost efficient, of cost cost efficient, that actually can can get you to a return on investment quickly. That makes sense to actually deploy fiber in these areas, you know. And I think that's the key thing. And I think that's your technology. And how you change technology and how you look at different scenarios of entering these areas, I think that excites us. So, so basically just coming from a structured, just an infrastructure company to a little bit more of a structured technology company, that's, that's I think, where, where we're moving towards. And that's why yes. I think, and that's where we're moving into, 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 these, into these areas. And, and, and if you look at it, we were the, one of the first countries in the world, companies in the world, to launch prepaid. You know, and suddenly with prepaid, you know, you, you look at your credit risk, you look at collections, and suddenly, whoop, suddenly an area opens up. Yeah. And, and I think those little technology enhancements that we do, doing things a little bit more special, a little bit more different, actually enables us to go into markets that basically two, three years ago was impossible to even look at. And I think yeah. that excites me. But if you look at it, to, to answer you, I mean, 20% penetration, we have to get to the 16 million homes. And, and I'm telling you, those those homes differ a little bit what they look like and household incomes per home. And but 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 it's still dwellings. It's still it's still homes. You've got families living there. And for South Africa to stay yeah. competitive with the rest of the world, and I think that's the challenge. Not just to stay competitive within the Africa context, but but to stay competitive with the rest of the world. Connectivity is critical in abundance. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. No, there's, there's no doubt about that. And this is the, the big focus that's across the continent, wherever you go. I mean, it's all about fiber rollout. You know, 5G is one thing, it's great, but you've got to get fiber into the ground. And you mentioned how capital intensive fiber is. Um, I mean, when you compare it to the first, uh, you know, first bit of trunking you did in the Parkhurst area and over the years, has the cost of laying the fiber dropped or has it increased? No, it's dropped. So, so, so the way we're doing it. If you look at it, yes, obviously there's a few things that, that drive the cost up. You know, if your if your your home front is 40 meters, you know, you, it's obviously going to cost you a little bit more than a 10 meter house in in say, for instance, uh, uh, Mitchell's Plain. 
but but what we've done is, you know, we've looked at the overhead solutions. We've got different ways of, of rolling out the fiber. And if you look at it, really, I mean, the, the cost to cover a home came down from about 14000 to very close to 3000 at this point, you know. So, so we've absolutely tweaked technologies without giving an inferior quality. I mean, the quality, it's a dedicated fiber into that house, but we're just totally doing it differently. You know, we do using where we can overheads, and I think that's where, where, the, where a lot of people must understand that the overhead deployment is also a, a deployment that makes much more sense in underserved areas or people previously uh, uh, disadvantaged areas. So so really, I, I, I believe that, that, you know, through different models and through different technologies and tweaking it a bit, yes. constantly looking at the, at, at the solution, I mean, does bring that, the cost down. And you have to bring the cost down. Otherwise, obviously, it's a you got to. Hmm? You're 100% right. You know, going overhead into a densely populated area makes more sense. And it's more financial sense. But you've been making some very interesting acquisitions. Uh, recently, you acquired uh, Herotel. Um, how's Herotel going to bolster the Vumatel stable? Okay, listen. Yeah, like I like I like I mentioned. I mean, it's a it's a non-controlling stake in your hotel, so so we can't really influence anything in your hotel. You know, I just think your hotel. It's 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 a fantastic investment for us. You know, and I think we give your hotel a little bit of access to capital for them to also roll out faster. You know, they're looking at a markets at markets where we never played in the secondary markets. You know, the smaller 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 metros outside the main metros in South Africa. And I honestly think they've done an amazing job. You know, with putting that whole thing together by consolidating all the wisps, and then obviously taking a wireless type of a, a network and and putting fiber in, and then obviously. Uh, uh, doing a hybrid solution between the fixed wireless and then uh, the, 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 the fiber. So, so really, I think our, our value there will definitely be stronger shelters, you know, driving the investment, getting the penetration done. And I think that's the role we're going to play. So, so really, it's un, we're not controlling it. We can't control anything at this point. We can't really influence it. But I honestly think if you look at it, about 150,000 homes covered, you know, uh, across South Africa. I think it's a it's a fun, fantastic asset. It's a fantastic company to be part of, you know. And even if it's just to be to drive the penetration within South Africa, I think I think that's the main thing. And then a big thing for us is they're competing. Obviously, they in areas where we not we are not, you know. And I think in time, you know, you can have more uh, technologies moving from there out into different areas with. Yes. Within the coverage coverage map, you know, so so I, th I really think there's big synergies in time, but it's a non-controlling stake at this point. Uh, okay. Well, let's listen. It's very exciting, you know, the fact that you're getting into more metros and you're both tapping into each other's resources and experience. I think at the end of the day, it's just a win-win for the consumer and a faster rollout of fiber, which is the most important thing. And you, you've been actually very, been watching Vumatel with a great deal of interest with these acquisitions. They've been very, very strategic acquisitions. Are you looking at uh, doing more acquisitions in the near future, Ditloff? Okay, I, I, at the moment, no. I, I, listen, we're always looking, you know. So, so, but at the moment, no, you know. But, but I honestly think you will see, you know, a little bit of a consolidation happening. You know, you you will see some con consolidation happening. I think a little bit on the ISP side, you saw you saw Efrio's cool ideas getting together. I, I, I honestly believe you'll see some play on the F and O space as well. You know, where people people will actually create 
bigger scale through an acquisition process. So, so I think really it's on the cards. I think I think there's a lot of movement at this point. It's very buoyant at this point, and 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 it makes it exciting. You know, so so you got the smaller players. You're looking at the small MDU fiber operators. I mean, they might consolidate into into bigger bigger uh, uh, F and O's in time. You know, and I think I think that's where the value is. So so nothing at this point. But I think, listen, there will be opportunities in time for the whole FNO market to to, yeah. to to quite a few acquisitions, I believe. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, and, and there's lots of capacity, right, in the network. I mean, there's undersea, more undersea cables coming on board. So there, there, is, uh, there is enough capacity, more than enough capacity to reach the targets that you're talking about. And, and your plans for 2022, you did touch on getting to more of those customers in the, uh, in the areas that were not served in the past. Uh, what's going to be the aggressive play this year for Vumatel? Listen, I, I still think it's it's we got access to capital. You know, the, you know, we we wanna we wanna roll out. I think I think that's the key thing. You know, and I, I think you know you're looking at the penetration figures I was giving I, I gave you a bit earlier on. You know, that's the opportunity for us. You know, so we're looking at building the next five five hundred thousand homes. You know, so so I would love to see that 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 the team keep on pushing the fifty thousand, sixty thousand homes a month delivery. You know, so so that's what I would love to see. You know, it, it becomes a little bit more difficult because what you're seeing is your big pockets of coverage areas are drying up a little bit. So you've got more, you know, smaller little areas. It makes it, it makes it a little bit more difficult to get scale into those into those communities and in, in areas. But but I would love to see that we push the next 500 very hard, and then then drive connectivity. You know, to say, listen, what what do we give on top of this? You know, and I think there's a lot of value adds that will come on top of this at the end of the day. You know, just interesting factors is we're seeing that that the, the average household is using 450 gig on a fiber lines at this point. You know, it's only the, and and this wow. is the beginning. So we're looking at we, we we saw this huge increase over COVID coming onto the networks, and it never stopped. Okay, it just actually continues. You know, so you're looking at basically active Ethernet networks, GPON networks, our reach networks. It's just absolutely increasing like you can't believe. And 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 if you think of it, I mean. Two years ago, I mean, it wasn't 450 gigs household uh, usage, you know. Yeah. And that tells you this abundance usage that drive people. It's a utility. It's you open the tap and, and it has to, the water has to flow effectively. You know? And this is, yeah. this, I think, the, the value add that we, can, that we can bring through a fiber, dedicated fiber solution, you know. And, and I think this is what's going to make, make us really compete and stay in touch with the rest of the world. I, I honestly believe it. You know, that, yeah. that, that, that's obviously why I'm so excited, because I honestly think we've got the opportunity to, to really put South Africa on the front foot on this, you know. And, you know, Dietloff, I, I mean, I, you took me by surprise there when you said about the, 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 the amount of data that the average household uses now. I mean, there's just this hunger for data. So 450 gigs, it's, 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 a, it's a lot of data. But when you think about it, if you've got a household of four people and you've got a few digital services running, you're doing online, uh, you know, working, etc., it's very, very possible. And even if you look at the speeds, you know, 200 meg speeds, you know, were, were pretty high. Now we're talking about gigabit connections. Uh, is there a big uptake for that? I think, I think that's the big thing coming. You know, at this point, people... people um you know, I mean, the entry point, I think, is moving quickly to an average entry point of 50 meg. But, but I honestly believe before we can blink, I mean, it's going to be a 100 meg, 200 meg service. You know, so I think three, four years down the line, I think that's where the gigs will come in 
even even your newer technologies on top of it, you know, because because that's what you're seeing is everything is connected today. You know, you, you only think there's three, five, six devices in your home connected, and then you really go look, and there's 15 devices connected to your house, you know. Yeah. And, um, and honestly, I think at the end of the day, that will be the play. You know, you will have, and this is where the abundance come in. It's just absolutely unlimited, unrestricted, you know, unshaped type of services that comes into the house. And, and I think that's, that's the future. And I think that's where, if you look at convergence in time, you know, that's where it's happening. That's where the yeah. mobile conversion, convergence happen. you know. And you can look at it in Europe, you look at it in the US, everywhere in the world, and that's the big thing. You've got this massive data usage on the one side and, and services on the other side of connectivity, always being connected on the other side. And, and yeah. you know, I think, I think that's, that's the... That's the challenges to sailors and how do we actually make sure that the services can, can get to the 100 megs, 200 gig services and how do we actually just get it to be a utility within the house? I think that's the critical thing yeah. in time. Listen, I mean, uh, I love tapping into your mind and talking about these things because it excites me as much as you excited about the connectivity and getting people on. Um, uh, certainly from a Vumatel point of view, I mean, Vum have been pioneers when it comes to fiber in the country. You've been in the industry for a long time. There's lots of competition. Competition is good. I think it, it really pushes us, us all and we've got massive targets to reach. But looking at yourself, uh, at Vuma and Ditlov himself, I mean, where, where do you think... The focus should be when it comes to the South Africa fiber landscape. What, what where, where, where should the focus be? What do we all need to do to get to the targets that you've been talking about? For me, it's clear, you know, and a lot of people will disagree with me, but for me, it's super clear. Okay, you know, it's like it's like it's like having having mobile. You know, you you you've got a scarce resource, which is which is obviously your spectrum. You know. You look at us, it's, it's absolutely the capital, you know, it's, it's how do you put capital in the ground and it's massive amounts of capital that you have to put into the ground. And for me, the key thing is that we have to spend capital in a clever way, you know. So what we're seeing in South Africa is overbuilt happening, you know. So we're sitting in a very low penetrated type of type of uh, market, 20, you can say maybe 25%. You know, 3.5 million homes covered. Of that, in those homes, 500,000 are overbought. You know, so suddenly the scales and economics don't make sense. So I think if you want to get to a penetration that makes sense, you know, get to 12, 15 million homes covered, we should be very clever in allocating capital. And that means building places where you don't have three, four players building. And I think that's the critical thing, you know, and I've seen this in the mobile space, you know, you look at towers all over and people copy and, and, and suddenly it becomes a bit of a mess, you know. So, so I really think it's clever use of capital, making sure we cover South Africa. And I think, yeah, that's the critical thing for me. The first mover is critical, yeah. making sure land grab happens, making sure you give a quality service and making sure you do it at a, at a price that, that makes sense. And, and weird enough, competition drives that. And what you're seeing is how, how, how the cost of, of a, a monthly line is coming down, you know, because you have to obviously get to it. It's linked to a capital because you have to get a return on capital because it's quite a big investment. But it, yes. it, it, it has to make sense. And I honestly believe that that where you've got four or five players building in secondary city over one another, it just doesn't make sense. Some, somewhere along the line, your, your, your resource will dry up, which is the funding at the end of the day. And suddenly yeah, yeah. we'll have problems. And what will happen then is basically you won't see us penetrating the 15 million homes. 
because people and, and that's the danger. It's a it's a very it's a very very important thing that you've just raised because I think to achieve what you've just said, there, there has to be a change in legislation, right? And you can't have you know different uh, criteria for trunking. Uh, by so many different municipalities because everyone's got their own rules, right? And I think that is probably one of the biggest challenges. And and overseas, I mean, that, that's what happened in the beginning, but now it's all kind of legislated and people share uh, resources, etc. And there's no need to duplicate and triplicate everything. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's you're putting you're putting. I mean, we, you know, you, it's, it's, we, we put nearly three billion rand into the ground last year, you know. So, so I'm saying is, it's, it's a huge investment, you know. So we're pumping huge investments in, and, and yes, there's a return on it. It has to make a, a, a there's a return profile on it, you know. But, but it has to make sense, you know. But at the end of the day, it's actually creating connectivity, and I believe giving more connectivity to more drives closes the, the digital divide, and I think that's what we have to play towards. But what you're seeing is there are older technologies within these areas that people are now swapping out and suddenly it becomes a price war to the bottom and I'm saying it's not a value add to the top. And, and, and that's for me the critical thing and that balance is always always important. You know? and, and I think that's going to be the challenge for us. Is, listen, how do we get to a 70% penetrated South Africa with the least capital? And that's from all the players. But I believe competition and if people copy you, you know, we were the first with prepaid, for instance, so people copy you and suddenly yes. everybody does it. You know, Aki, that's good because suddenly it's just top of mind and it just explodes because we've got so many homes to cover. And that's the positive side of it, you know, but do it in a structured way. Yeah. Have the municipalities made it easier for people like Vumital to lay fiber? Because, I, you know, I, I just touched on it earlier about, you know, every municipality has got its own rules on how you lay fiber. You've got to do it like this. You've got to do it like that. Instead of simplifying it and have one rule for everybody, is that is that one of the barriers that you face at Wumatel, yeah, the municipality? Yeah, there's, there's obviously different rules here and there. It's, it's definitely better than a few years ago, I must say. You know, Digital Council is also pushing very hard to actually try and standardize a lot of that. So I, I, I give them a lot of credit on it as well. But, but I think really it's going better. I mean, you're looking at access to way leaves, it's much better. You know, I, I think there won't be too many way leaves out now in places because because that's, that's, that's how it's working at this point. But, but really, I think there's very positive moves towards uh, uh, a, a type of a structure. Uh, I think some municipalities are still pushing for, for, for you know, uh, a, a ground fiber and not aerial fiber. Which, which I believe sometimes doesn't make 100% sense. But, but really, I think there's a lot of synergies happening within the municipalities. And I think, honestly, if you compare it to four years ago, there they are, are definitely positive steps with, within the municipalities as well. But I think forums like the digital councils and, and definitely assists us in, in driving that standardization. So, so, so that, that, I think, helps the industry definitely as well. Fantastic. Dietloff, it's always great to talk to you. Dietloff Marais, who's the Vumital CEO. Will you promise me one thing? When you hit that 2 million target that you've been talking about, which I get a sense is not so far away, it's, it's, I think it's doable this year. I'm sure that that 2 million target, and it's going to be amazing when that happens. You and I must chat and celebrate when you hit that 2 million mark. Okay, I promise you we'll do that. And always nice chatting. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for your time, Dietloff. All Thank the best. You. Thank you.